Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu, O people of Juma, people of the gathering. Inshallah, may Allah bestow blessings upon uh, all Jumas and upon this Juma and upon each of us. And may we depart from this Juma with um, a peaceful, peaceful heart and uh, enriched spirit and and uh, easier steps uh, on our way. Alhamdulillah. Amin. Ya Allah, we've uh, gathered here and been sent and written in the book of pre-eternity that we would gather together on this day, in this, on this earth, in this moment, each of us um, stepping out of the stream of the daily affairs to uh, meet with you, to um, call upon you and to honor and, and send blessings upon your beloved Prophet Muhammad wasallam, the one chosen to give the universal message of of love and forgiveness and, and, and rahmat and mercy for all beings, O oh Allah. Um, please may, may his light and his love shine within us and live within us, O oh Allah. Please grant us a, even an atom of his heart, of his mercy, of his love, O oh Allah, please, uh, of his light, please, Allah. Please, 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 Allah, we don't know how we can conduct our lives in any honest and true way, upright way, uh, without his guidance and, and presence within us. Amin, 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 and bless his, his family, the Ahli Bayt, who are expressions uh, of his soul and uh, his beloved daughter, Hazreti Fatima, the radiant and all the, the prophets and messengers, Hazreti Maryam, his betrothed, and, and all, all, all his companions, Imam Ali, Abu Bakr Siddiq, Hazreti Omar, Hazreti Osman, and Imam Astan, Imam Hussein, uh, all the rightly guided ones, the inheritors, the saints, the friends, the great founders of Tariqah, the, the mystics, the, the ones always seeking you, the, your lovers, I mean, known only to you. Amin, 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 O oh Allah. So you, uh, according to his sunnah, have, um, it is customary that we look into Holy Quran for guidance. And uh, I would like to take the atom from the sun of knowledge as um, an expression of Quran. Um, Although Sheikh Noor has, of course, as we know, translated uh, or rendered, rather, transmuted Quranic passages. Um, but I would like to take uh, from the new light on Sufi science, because that is Quran too. I mean, everything is commentary on Quran. So I will take this uh, passage that I will read about Sufism, which really Sufism is simply the, you might say, an, an exalted way. I don't want to say the only way. So I will say an, an exalted, sublime, and beautiful way 
of living the truth and living uh, the message. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Sufi science remains free from any authoritarian or inquisitorial tone, free from any inflexibility by simply bearing witness to truth alone. In spite of the tyrannical reign of the domineering self, the surface history of humanity, Sufism flowers secretly within the radiant landscape. The mystical body of Sufism is not an organization ruled by juridical principles, but a living organism that functions by renewing the conscious links of humanity with primordial presence. Mashallah. So Sufi science remains free from any authoritarian inquisitorial tone. This is when uh, Allah says there is no compulsion in, in, in religion, la kraha fi deen, inshallah, I said it correctly, but know that it, the real, the true religion, the true way is simply the natural way uh, of the heart um, opening to its beloved and receiving the embrace of, of its beloved. And the entire thing is really the relationship and the unfolding of lover and beloved. And as we know, then there are moments when even lover and beloved disappear into, um, into that unity of uh, bewilderment and uh, beyond the two. But as there are two, there is no compulsion. As there are two, um, as well as one, there is no compulsion from the lover and from the beloved onto the lover, except, and this is the only compulsion, is the jabbar, is the compulsion of love. And that is the strongest compulsion. So there need be no other compulsion beside that one. And that is, is, is the one that we have to awaken within ourselves. And if we overlay it with too many other compulsions of doing this and not doing that and have to, the have tos, the shoulds, the musts, we cover over and deny subtly the, the main compulsion that is there, which is that absolute necessity of our heart to, uh, to join with Allah, to say yes, to its Lord and lover and to merge uh, with its beloved. And so this I would like to, on this auspicious day, to point to that we uh, awaken that compulsion in ourselves uh, by freeing ourselves from the sense of other compulsions. And of course, there, there is the Adam. So, Adab, as you would say, maybe that in a sense is a kind of compulsion, but the most beautiful Adab, again, comes from the innate uh, pre-eternal necessity of the soul uh, to manifest the beautiful qualities uh, of Allah, of uh, kindness and generosity and sharing and compassion. And so, again, it's a question of going deep and uncovering that beautiful eternal 
uh, nature, that beautiful eternal desire that is originally, as we know, Allah's own desire. I was a hidden treasure, or I am a hidden treasure, and I long to be known, I long to be known. So our longing is that longing. And the, the goodness of Allah, the Rahman of Allah, is our own adab, is our own uh, way of uh, generosity and um, living our life. I mean, I learned so much today from um, the Shweb's talk about um, the way of one's own responsibility. You know, so we do have responsibility. So we can't, it's not that there is just the wildness of love with no responsibility, but the, the responsibility originates from that bond and from that love. And Sufism flowers secretly within the radiant landscape of the heart. So this was Sheikh Noor, this essay very much points to the fact that this exists in all human hearts and is then just like a spring, so it's like an aquifer that is there for all humanity. And then in certain ones, just like a spring will, will uh, burst up from the aquifer, uh, through rocks and earth and uh, obstacles, so the spring juts out, and that manifests then as the um, that apparent and open uh, longing of the person to uh, belong to, take hand, to belong to a, a mystic order, and to live overtly in that way, and to live completely consciously. So, consciousness—that's another aspect of, of the Sufi, that we become, we could, to be entirely conscious, is almost unimaginable actually to our limited mind, but can we be entirely conscious to, have, to be aware, to be um, understanding, to be recording, to be seeing each moment of our life and each a step of the way. So only Allah can do that. And may Allah do that for us. And then he goes on to say, the mystical body of Sufism is not an organization ruled by juridical principles, but a living organism that functions by renewing the conscious links of humanity with primordial presence. So what comes forth is that Sufism is the way of living, the Sunnah. It is the way of living uh, as though one were living at the time with Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And we don't have to have gone through all 1400 years, although it's a blessing and we've received and learned so much. But um, so you could say that 1,400 years returns us to live that life of simplicity and the life of non-compulsion because, uh, you know, again, here I'm not an expert in the field, but I don't think that the prophet was compulsory, that he put compulsion on people. In fact, almost the opposite, almost he was 
interpreting. He was an interpreter, not a compeller. And um, so he would interpret things for people. But um, they lived in, in the most beautiful way by his side. And this is what we need to find for each other. We need to find in this world now. We need to rediscover and to dare to live that simplicity and that truth with each other. And, and not to live through all these uh, intermediate forms and things and, and everything that seems to get in the way of simply living the truth and living the truth on this earth of truth in these bodies of truth with these hearts of truth, minds of truth, tongues, faculties of truth. We need, this is what we long for. And so, and this will bring this happiness uh, to all of us and to all humanity and overflow into creation. So, inshallah, this is going to live really at the side of Allah, the side of Rasulullah without compulsion. Simply finding again that primordial bond. So let's take a moment. Alhamdulillah. Um, so we open the traditions of the of Rasul and the Rasul has imparted these great words of wisdom. Whoever desires to meet God, to meet Allah, Allah desires to meet that one. Whoever desires to meet Allah, Allah desires to meet that one. Alhamdulillah. So, this, interestingly enough, reflects very much Shweb's teaching this morning of almost like the mirror of the, the same on both sides of the, the dividing line. That what is in, what we desire is what Allah has desires for us. So, um, that goes directly to the essence. And that is where we should put our focus. What do we truly desire? Do we desire Allah? Um, a, a saint has responded, you know, to someone who asked, um, what is my place with Allah? They answered, well, your place with Allah is Allah's place with you. So if, if we place Allah as the highest and the, the priority in our lives, the center of our life, then we can know that we are in the center of Allah's own life. Um, and so what we want to find, you know, ultimately or in the outside, we have to find it here. And so uh, this is why, again, Sufism is the, um, the caretaking, the gardening of the heart, the, or, and sometimes it feels like the mining of the heart, bringing uh, the treasures out. But it's, a, it's also a caretaking, a subtle caretaking, a subtle overseeing awareness of what is in our heart. And, um, and do I have, is my heart uh, really what I desire? And Allah says, I only look at the heart of the believer. 
and when they look at their heart. So we can do all these things and build things and get titles and, and everything that maybe the world might think is important, but if we don't have it in our heart, then we don't have it. And, and uh, so that is our focus for today, is um, our heart and to um, turn to our heart and to gaze there and to um, beautify our heart also, to uh, free it from uh, whatever weighs upon it, whatever constricts it, and sometimes we can only cry medet, <laughs> that's the only medicine, you know, sometimes we can do lots of tesbi, or we, and that helps definitely, but sometimes we need that single cry, like the story that Effendi told, which I'll tell again, of the person who was belonged to a Sufi community and the Sheikh had sent all of the dervishes out to one post or another to start other communities and this one dervish was left behind and was unhappy for that and felt that his Sheikh really had overlooked him and he came to a Sheikh one day uh, in kind of in trepidation but he said really oh Sheikh you know I respect you so much but Everyone else has been sent out. I'm alone here. What, why, why have you not sent me out? And the sheikh um, said, okay, well, look, just uh, drop that for the moment, but go get me some yogurt. There's a, I'm really hungry for yogurt. So, and he sent the dervish, and the dervish went to the place that he thought made the best yogurt in town. And he went and told them that it had to be the best yogurt because it was for his sheikh and so of course the yogurt maker is all enthused and gives the yogurt and so the dervish takes it back to the sheikh and feels well maybe maybe the secret's here maybe if I just bring this yogurt to my sheikh then he will see really uh, who I am and, and will then give me also a place like the others. So he takes the yogurt and the sheikh um, accepts the yogurt very with great courtesy and then tastes it and says, terrible, he throws it on the floor. And, uh, and then the, the dervish is so astonished at this, the effect that this great yogurt had on his sheikh, so he sort of backs up and he says, oh, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. And the sheikh said, go and get me another yogurt somewhere else. And so, of course, the dervish goes out into the second best yogurt maker in town and brings uh, same process, procedures and brings the yogurt back. And He's a little more nervous this time, and the sheikh tastes the yogurt and throws it to the ground and said, this is worse than the first. And then the, the dervish is really at this point, well, oh my God, what have I done wrong? <laughs> you know, Why did I ever ask my sheikh to send me out? <laughs> that was a complete mistake. What bad star rose over my day? And so then the sheikh says, go out and get me another yogurt. So then, oh, the dervish says, oh my gosh, I wish I didn't have to do this, but he goes out and goes to the third yogurt maker in town and says, please, please, for the sake of Allah, please make it just the best yogurt you have. And it's for my sheikh, please, let's make a prayer over it. So they do the prayer and he brings the yogurt back and the sheikh takes it and tastes it. And this time he throws it at the dervish and hits the dervish in the head. And the dervish cries out, Allah! 
And then the Sheikh says, that's it? He says, that's what I was waiting for, that you really cry out Allah sincerely with all your heart. And then he says, now, okay, you are complete. Now you can go. Now you are a complete dervish. Go and have a community. And so <laughs> that, that's it. Sometimes that's the only thing really left to do when we really cry out Allah. And I mean, I have found, I mean, who knows? Only Allah knows for sure. But I'd like to say that it's never failed. You know, that really when we cry, it doesn't have to be the scream that, you know, your neighbors will hear. It just says inner, that inner cry. Madet, Allah, please help Madet. So that's our lesson for today, is the, the Allah, Madet, Allah, Madet, Allah, Madet. Good. Alhamdulillah, Assalamu Alaikum, Barakmatullah, Barakatuhu. So that's the, there is no compulsion in that. It's only love. Essentially, the Fatiha goes for everyone, but it goes through the prisms of, the, of our hearts and then these hearts and all of us gathered together in the, under the great tree of Fatiha. Through the secret heart of our peers of Fatiha, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ani Muhammad wa sabi wa salam. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Rahman Irahim. Maliki Yawmidin. Iyaka Nabudu wa Iyaka Nasta'in. Ihdina Sarata Mustaqim. Sarata Nidina Namta Alayhim. Ghairum Magdubi Alayhim Waladolin. Amin, amin, amin. La ilaha illa hu. Alhamdulillah. Oh, alhamdulillah. Let's just sit one moment. And oh my God, I don't think we can feel the grief, but of, you know, everyone, our own, everyone else's, every, the grief is un. You know, it, we can't bear it. We can barely, we can't even bear our own. That's why we cover it over. But let's at least sit and have just an, half an atom of that grief and then just cover it and, and, and infuse it with, with the love of, of Rahman and Rahim. So let's just, just do that for a minute just really literally one minute uh, and just so we can't even sit here and feel the grief of everyone I think we'd perish literally perish so let's just uh, immediately as we uh, evoke that grief just immediately is the Rahman and supporting and feel that that everyone who's suffering in the world is surrounded and supported and, and permeated by the Rahman and that it's really the Rahman everywhere, that we really feel that, that it's never just suffering, just someone in pain or injustice or all of that, just really to see it's the, the Rahman is through everything, in everything. And, uh, 
supporting everyone, loving everyone. You know, when when the address in the Quran, he gets in mulk to the to the Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi where it says, "Send your gaze out." Well, that's of course an address to all of us too. But send your gaze out into creation. You know, and gaze will come back to you, worn out. Um, but it's, it, he's told to send it, I think, three times. It's, that's uh, again. It says, and again, send out your gaze, and it will come back to you, worn out, uh, like the shred of a, a the date fruit, or and or the thin moon. It, it will come back. Um, I would like to ask Shweb actually, maybe in the next gathering we have on the inner meaning of that, but, and it says that you will see no flaw. You will see no flaw. So if there were injustice from Rahman, that would be a flaw. So we assume that all that he saw and all that we are able to see also is just the Rahman and the Rahim. That that is the warp and woof of, of creation. There is no flaw there. So, despite the suffering, alhamdulillah. So, inshallah, may you have a, a beautiful day contemplating on, on Rahman and Rahim. And uh, inshallah, we'll meet again next Friday for zikr before that. And alhamdulillah. So, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. But I cut to who?